0: Telling you, Willow is bringing rock back. I, I,
1: I like it. You know, it makes me imagine of like, you know, we we're in Youngo with Disney Channel. When and we stuff. used to like rock. Yeah, I'm like, I used, i don't want to say I used to listen to white music per se. No, but I like, I used to listen to these things. What happened?
0: I used to come home and watch TRL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the
1: hell happened? Like, I used to listen to all this type of music. Because all these
0: white kids don't want to be in a band no more. They all want to mm. be rappers.
1: You see. Yeah. I, I
0: need them to get in the garage and cook what okay, Willow talk, is cooking Talk about <laughs>
1: going in the garage Anyway, oh lord that, Good point, good point, because that's where they start That started from the bottom for them
0: Started from the bottom, now we here I, th- I also think it's cute because her mom was like a rock star Yeah, yeah And Willow is really a
1: rock star She is, she is She sounds it, I like that Anyway guys, hello, hello, hello How are you guys doing today? I'm Erica Mona And I'm Damio And, and this, this is Cross, Cross Cultured, Cultured.
0: Oh wow, we're, it wasn't in
1: sync. Okay, oh yeah. Let's try again. Are we starting from our names or just I think this so,
0: just to give us a running start. Hi everyone,
1: my name is Erica Mona. And I'm Damio. And, and this, this is Cross-Cultured. cross-cultured. You, you know what, I think we're a little bit, co- you know what I think is of the baby. Because I think in my head, I'm like, I don't know what yell. I know. Y'all, I got my baby here with me. This a is cross cultured baby. This
0: is our new, this is
1: it. A new normal,
0: huh? A new normal. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys know, some things never change. We like to start with the hot
1: topics. Hot topics. So we got a good number of hot topics.
0: Yes, guys. So let's start with this first hot topic. So last week we told you guys how J Lo left Ben, right? I mean, left A Rod for Ben. Right, mm-hmm. she's trying to bring Bennifer back, but I like A Rod because he's a bad bitch and he don't let
1: you say he a bad bitch. This bad bitch behavior. Oh, okay.
0: When yo, when your man or your woman leave you, you don't get you don't get emotional. You get you business.
1: okay. You get LLCs, okay. And that's what A Rod did. I mean, what did Beyonce say? Your best revenge is your paper, right? Yes. So, I mean, hey, he just so basically what he started a makeup line.
0: He did so. A Rod has started a male makeup line called Him. Now, you know what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, like I think a lot of people would, would talk about it and say, what? Male makeup. But let's tell the truth.
1: I'm not opposed to
0: it. I think I think that men use makeup. And I think that they just don't talk about it. It's maybe not as frequently as women uh-huh. do. But I, I, I know some men oh really that may use a little concealer on a special day
1: I mean cause think about it in media if you're gonna be on TV there is the men makeup they yeah. put makeup on you so that you shine on to TV. cover your blem- blemishes so you can look good on TV so it does make sense like if you're going to an event like you know maybe small concealer because yeah. a lot of men their skin is so horrible like first of all they don't know they don't have a good skincare routine mm-hmm. so it's like even with that nice little haircut fade it's too dumb be doing it your skin still be looking some type know. of way no for you real said
0: the barber not enough it, it's
1: not enough so you, need you just need you need a little extra like you know brighten up brighten up your eyes a little bit or to try to hide that um eye bag and stuff so i'm not opposed to it it, it is a little bit awkward when you think about it like let's say you get it and you're getting ready your boyfriend and he's like all right you know it's my turn to get a mirror to put my imagine with the concealer and like the little sponge and everything it is kind of like
0: okay. i think but i think that's the beauty of male makeup because i feel like maybe he's trying to create it in a sense where it's not that deep for them like i imagine that maybe it's like probably a skin tint in all in all actuality i would
1: no you know, his was like you know like the matchsticks that's how his is it's like a little sticks. The, so all of them are sticks oh i don't know the main ones that i yeah, saw i were feel sticks. like
0: in terms of like maybe foundation or coverage uh-huh. it probably would be like a skin tint i would hope i think that would be like not yeah. as feminine is like pulling out a compact powder
1: yeah but how do you blend it in you shot it because
0: you know like even with rihanna's skin tint, uh-huh. you could do it with your finger. so it's just kind of like okay you know a little a little dab here a little dab there
1: okay well i'm not opposed to it now would you want your boyfriend to wear it?
0: yes they asking me what my boyfriend would <laughs> i'm just saying like you know <laughs> no i'm just playing um here's the thing i'm never opposed to Anyone trying? Your I asked about self-self. your boyfriend. I didn't
1: ask you about what you think by anyone else. You and your boyfriend. Oh, can it be a Christmas gift? Or give like, oh, baby, you not know what, or just a regular gift. I, mean, I got you this. Him.
0: I would. I I wouldn't be opposed, depending on how he was using it. Mm. Like if it was like we fun to take family pictures and you know that I'm fun to outshine you, you ain't trying to look dead in the family pictures. Mm. I'll let you, you know, do a little, little sta- do a little stage makeup for the for the family. So pictures just for family pictures. For like for the for the events, but not like oh we fun to go to a Christmas party and I'm getting I'm bacon and you bacon. No, we don't need to <laughs> we don't need to share that experience. <laughs> but you know I don't mind it, especially cause yeah maybe cause I be around so many guys I have to do it for stage and uh-huh. media and. Yeah, like LeBron and them. Don't let them lie to you before they all of get course. on camera. They get touched up, and of course. Whatever.
1: Ah, yeah. But I think overall, I think this is great. definitely a good business. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it's needed. You know, and I think it's also just good. Hopefully, you know, he creates different shades and things that's you know specifically good for men's skin. You know, so because you know sometimes even media, um, sometimes when they do wear makeup, it it looks too cakey, too cakey. Mm-hmm chew too cakey that you could tell like this is not really for men's skin and, and
0: that's i think that's what i like about it that he really is trying to like look let's not lie about it we all kind of have to do it yeah. why don't we get something that's more catered to us yeah you yeah, know yeah yeah because I, I do think some
1: women things are a little too heavy yeah i mean our skins are a little bit different mm-hmm, i believe you mm-hmm. know so i do think that um this is good i'm not opposed to it at all i'm like hey make your money and just you know you see something that um you know, the the market needs and just provide it, you know, Period. so like, trust me, I think it's gonna it's sell. It's it, gonna it, sell. It, is, it is gonna sell. It's gonna sell. It is. Well, next on the line, uh, you know, we've talked about this man a little bit, a lot of bit now. I'm getting tired of him. At this point. Nick Cannon. Now, he's widening out. He, he's, he's been a little bit too wild at this point because how many kids? He's having another baby. Mind you. So he has twins with Mariah, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, he has a son with I forgot her name. I don't Sim know Bell, all of his like this. Baby mama, so at all. Mary carried, and he had another son. Mm-hmm. So the same woman he had the son with. He
0: has a daughter with.
1: She she just had a baby, G. Okay. Then it's another lady that is currently pregnant with twins. Okay. Okay, that makes it six. Right. Now little one just came up that she's pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Makes it seven. Mm-hmm. They're all literally under the age of what? Because all these new ones, they're all under the age of five. Besides the twins. Yeah. They're all under the age of five, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what is... And, you know, all of them are so happy. Like, oh, baby Cannon, And they're doing all maternity shoots. And he's in all, you know, all of the maternity shoots. I guess which is nice and all. But it's just like, I don't don't understand what is the purpose of... It's his goal. Like, you know, I want to multiply and be fruitful into the world and stuff. Is that what his goal is?
0: I want... I think that it's time to start having real conversations in our community about what we accept and tolerate. For one, people got to stop acting like just because you're rich, you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah. This is very irresponsible. Not even just the fact because you start in multiple families in multiple places. It's also poor planning for the world. Y'all gotta stop We we part of an ecosystem Whether we like it or not We are This is an ecosystem In the same China That they're killing babies I'm about to say You
1: you finna be like
0: China soon No but gee for real though Because honestly This this is just It's funny that something like this Is happening off the heels of Texas You know Signing abortion as a a crime You know what I'm saying Like like prohibiting abortion Even in cases of sexual abuse and rape Right So it's like What y'all trying to do um, is 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 regulate women's bodies? Because at the end of the day, they're trying to have uh, population control yeah. through women's bodies. But y'all not saying nothing about men that are literally. Nick Cannon has four kids within a one year span, like a twelve year span. Of course, 12 and, months. and
1: it's like you're having this much unprotected sex. That's now. much without nothing with multiple women around the same time. I think that's also the dirty part too. Cause they're all pregnant around the same time, so it's like you in and out of this lady. Like Mondays, I'm here. Tuesdays, I'm here. Wednesdays, I'm here, and I'm having all unprotected sex with all of them. God knows what type of STDs you know they're passing around, and it's just like I love these guys. It's like their excuse is money. Like like money bag girl, he has yeah. like seven
0: kids and be a young boy.
1: He has, he, You know, he has another one on his way. Yeah. Another he, one on the way. He
0: like nine kids and he's like
1: 24. What, what is this other one? this Future. Says, the one that used to live in Chicago. Oh, Durk got yeah, like six kids. Yeah, he got like six, seven kids. And wow. it's all like, oh yeah, I have money. I can and take we, care of them. And we go to Disneyland and they, you know, because you guys choose one day y'all go to Disneyland and because all your kids are wearing Gucci, okay? <laughs> and they take pictures with bands and doing the money spread challenge. Oh, uh, okay. So they're good. Yeah, that's how to be a father. Exactly. No, providing is not just the only way to be a father. Father, that's one, and no way, no how, you can't be a father to all of them. You can't At be all. a dad to all of them. You are not gonna At be able all. to go to all of the events, you know, because some days some of the kids will have their basketball events on the same day. Yeah. What are you gonna do? And then th- their moms literally be in, in different cities, different
0: states. And I and I think that that like that's the part that people don't think about. I think when we say that. These men are extremely irresponsible. It's not about you having the money to take care of these kids. You guys are purposely creating broken family structures. Yes. Because at the end of the day, no matter how you spin it, it's not a household with a mom and a dad. It's not. And, like, yeah, we all know that households can function on single parents or whatever, but we also know that it is ideal to have a two-parent household. And you would think that with black people who are affluent and have money, you would start to build generations of complete family structure.
1: Men forget that you also need to be emotionally available. Yeah. You need to be emotionally present, you know, spiritually yeah. present, not just financially present. Um, So the kids are just going to lack that all around. And I, I pray for the kids. I hope they end up being okay and not just think that, you know, they also end up becoming like shallow kids. Like It just made me think of... um. What was this Yaya Mayweather? Yeah. You know, her dad also has, like, four or five kids, mm-hmm. different moms and stuff, and just seeing how her and her siblings are. Like, she's the worst, obviously, but it's just all about the money, right? Oh, my daddy's super rich. We got money. That's it. They're just so shallow. You could just tell they're lacking so much in their lives as individuals.
0: The, yeah, they don't know what to look for mm-hmm. in people, in families, in, in morals. They don't have it. They just think that, like... Look, he got the money, so he got the power, and that's it.
1: And I think for this woman, like, they, this is their meal ticket, literally. Because all be. of them are their, like, I think for them to, like, just... You clearly see that he just had a kid, and he has another kid on the way. Or, you know, as a woman, after after a while, you do know that, okay, yeah, he's messing around. And then being, you know, in the media and in the industry, people talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're going to know that, oh, he's messing with this girl, this girl, whatever. So at this point, it is just their meal ticket. Like, okay, that is per- that is permanent... Um. Child support coming in for the next exactly. 18 years, okay? And I'm set. That's a little business deal I'm going to get, and I'm set. But I don't know. And that, that's
0: and, and that's just kind of like, yeah, I just feel like everybody involved is irresponsible. Very. Everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, these wildin' out girls, okay.
1: Yeah. So, so now I
0: don't blame my Carey. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the yeah. fact that you having babies with your employees. Right. Take us. But anyway, so let's go to the next thing that excites me. You guys know
1: <laughs> I
0: was so hurt when COVID canceled the Millennium Tour I because I never got to go to the Scream Tour as a child, like as, a, as an adolescent, I never got to go because I wasn't raised like that. And then I didn't go to the first Millennium Tour because I don't know, I think I just was like, oh, nobody will go with me. So I didn't go. So then I bought tickets to the second one. And then oh. a global pandemic happened.
1: Oh right.
0: But God heard me praying. <laughs> every every single day I think about this tour. I kid you not. So God heard me and God said, Let there be a bow wow versus soldier boy versus. Yeah. There is gonna be a bow wow versus soldier boy versus on July seventeenth. I love that it's like right in the middle of summer.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I was key looking forward to Bow Wow and Romeo? Because I really want to see how that would play out. That was just
0: for jokes. <laughs> I also think it's hilarious that Romeo called Bow Wow out only for Bow Wow to do it with Soldier Boy.
1: Yeah, because like, I was looking forward to hear ICDC College. <laughs> <laughs> he would
0: not have played. But no, y'all got to stop playing with Romeo. <laughs> Romeo got like a good six that was, that will. Oh, hit. yeah? He got okay. a good six I do not think you know, was down that time, so I don't you know, know much of his songs. I think Romeo could get Cinderella off. He could probably that get damn. What's not damn? I, I was listening to some Romeo the other day too. Uh, Romeo. Romeo got some songs. He used to Harlem Shake too. Like, ah. nah, Romeo got like maybe five,
1: six. Yeah. Wait, so you think Soulja Boy and Bow Wow that's more befitting? It's
0: more befitting because they both. I think they both can go head to head. Like, okay. like you know, I think that Bow Wow will win. I think people got to stop playing with Bow, mm-hmm. Bow Wow, but I think Soulja Boy will give him a good run for his money. Like. Especially, this is the thing too with verses because they allow things like beats. And I wrote this song, and I did. That yeah. was really gonna get Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy makes amazing beats. He'll, he make a lot of beats for a lot of hits that you wouldn't even know is his.
1: Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like think, that, any really piggy with Nick Yeah, man, I, knew that I was didn't his. know that he produced it. Yeah,
0: because that's the I got a dunk.
1: Yeah, I got a dunk. So that was his true. beat.
0: Um, and then trophies for Drake. It's a couple mm. Drake songs. That, that he um, produced? That he produced. I think he That's also amazing. did... Um, what was that Drake song that... Versace? Versace? I think he did that. That's why he was like, Drake? Yeah. I'm, I did it first. Like, Drake? Wow. I look, him, I look. he started his career. Soulja Boy hilarious, though. If
1: not because he's a goofy, I think we would really see how much of... I mean, he's a superstar, and but drug how much addict. of...
0: He a drug addict? You know, these people be on drugs. They really be popping pills and on lean and stuff. Damn. Like, Soulja Boy, he... He, I think he's trying to clean up, but it's very obvious that Soldier Boy had a phase. Ah,
1: okay. And okay. I wonder
0: if A-Rab gonna be there. It's just some people it. that gotta be there.
1: Nah, did, A-Rab. I, did I tell you, I saw, I saw him at, um, what's it called, H&M. A you few years tell ago. me yeah. that, I remember that. But he looked busted. Like, I was, you could tell the, jur- the jury he had on, with, they were dingy, like, they were like, you know, when gold is fading. It's so funny you that you recognize A-Rab. Yes. I could not because he's, like, a little bit fair-skinned husband. Mm. I remember how he looked. He had, like, like two girls with him or whatever. But you could just tell, like, he's just been left out. <laughs> like, they dropped him at the bus stop. Like, sorry, your ride is over, G. He really looked like, like that. Like, sorry. It, it's done with. He
0: got him some baby names.
1: But um, speaking of music, so City Girls, they dropped. It's have top. you listened to it? later.
0: have I listened to it? Girl, that's been, let, on, let me that's been on repeat, like... Like, like nothing else. Let me hear a little song. Oh, I don't play it. It's time for the turkey
1: Oh. It's time for the circulator. Oh. I'ma shake what my mama gave me. Okay. I'ma shake my money maker. Hey. It's time for the circulator. Mm. It's time for the circulator.
0: Okay. It's time
1: for the circulator. Mm. It's time for the circulator. Hey, JC I'm fly with it. see why with it. Right cheek, left cheek with it. Fun size on fleet with it. Slim thick, per with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Come on,
1: that's decent. No,
0: no, you know when city girls get into their eighties hip hop Mm band, that's when they really
1: themselves. So it's a little project. It's not just that song. No, I think it is. I think I
0: personally think that they have a project coming out because when they hashtagged it, Mm -hmm. they hashtagged some. What was it? City on Lock Two or something like that. It was like another hashtag. I don't know if anybody else paid attention, but I
1: I actually like it. I actually like the song. I love when they get into
0: that, like. You know, sample from the '80s, cause that was yeah. that was like their first big song. That I'll take your man, right? Yeah. So I like when they get right. into that right. whole little like funky Florida bounce thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's nice. It's a nice little and plus it's summer too. Summer's coming up. Yes, so like, that's a nice little like start off for the summer.
0: It's just like yes, like every time I hear it,
1: I just be like, it's
0: time for the calculator. Hey. It's time for the calculator.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, maybe just think about Meg Thee I know she's, like, on a little hiatus. How's she doing? She look good. Party had just posted
0: something with the two of them. Okay. Like, maybe a week to the other day. She
1: needed a break because, you know, she was, like, going on she for, like, since she came out, like, since she publicly really came out, she's mm-hmm. just been on it, even, like, with the passing of her, from, you know, her, her mom, mom, her grandmother. She didn't really take any real she break. She didn't take no break. I no. was
0: surprised. We saw her a lot. And then she's coming right back because I know she's booked for Lala. Okay. She's okay, booked. Okay. she booked for a lot of festivals. Yeah, so I think yeah. she's probably just getting ready, sitting down, enjoying her boyfriend. How I know. They
1: she, he's he's man, I'm so mad that
0: she'd have made party open. I've been following party on the low low for some years. Oh really? <laughs> yeah.
1: He he's fine. I like I like him. <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm mad that she even wasted time with money bag because he was not. Damn, uh-huh. why are you
0: coming at money bag, yo? You should have said Tori Lanez first. You talking about money bag. <gasps> money ain't do nothing but get her foe.
1: Wait. <laughs> <She's a dog. laughs> Wait, so you're actually agreeing that she and... What do you mean Zoe I'm agreeing? Both of them have said it. Wait, she said he had both a... Both of them said it. She said they were, yeah. had a relationship?
0: both of them. Yeah, she was like, yeah, somebody I was dating, My, yeah, like they were dating.
1: Really? Yeah. I didn't know she admitted it.
0: Dang, Ew. you thought she just want claim inventory?
1: Tori? I guess, low-key, because I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. <laughs> <laughs> she act like I, it didn't happen. mm Hopefully that case too What's going on with that case
0: I don't know You know they pushed A lot of it back Because of whatever But I don't know mm-hmm. Who knows I think I still want to know the, the mystery Who shot Meg Who shot Meg Because Tori is adamant That he ain't shoot the girl
1: Watch a documentary to come out about this In a few years On Snapchat That's a, that's snap where documentaries I,
0: Be coming There's gonna be one We're gonna be tapping through no,
1: uh, Hopefully VH1 or something On Snapchat now It, it depends on what the case say <laughs> Okay, what's next? What's next? So, okay,
0: let's get to something a little bit more um, serious. So let's talk about the music industry. As we all know, the music industry is um, it's filled with a lot of creeps and a lot of people who take advantage of young women. Um, and unfortunately, Lady Gaga has recently revealed that she was one of those women. She revealed to us on um, that Oprah and Prince Harry's new docuseries, The Me You Can't See, Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like this show, remember they talked about all this stuff they were going to create and the show is meant to tackle the stigma around mental health. So, um, Lady Gaga used that as an opportunity to tell us that at 19 years old, she was working with a producer and the producer, um, told her things like take your clothes off. And then she said no. And then he told her that they, that he was going to burn all her music. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically didn't stop kind of harassing her until ultimately, um, you know, he, he raped her and, and she was pregnant from that. Wow, you want to play a she got pregnant from that, sure.
1: Take your clothes off. And I said, no. And I left and they told me they were gonna burn all my music. And they didn't stop. They didn't stop asking me. And then I just froze and I just. A producer said to me. Wow. Yep. That's pretty heavy because I can't imagine, you know, you put in all this work. First of all, it's even hard to get in a studio with a great producer that you really want to work with. Right. You Mm -hmm. see this as an opportunity for you to finally get your music out there for you to be a superstar. And of course, they own your stuff, you know. So for you to put in all this work and it's like, we're going to burn it if you don't let us do what we want to do, you know, like, I know many people will probably, you know, probably like, you know, why did not you just walk away, this and that, but it's like, it's hard. It's really hard. And I think that, um,
0: I think that the thing is a lot of men don't even understand, um, or people in general who've never been in that predicament, what it, what it feels like to be so struck by fear. Yeah. And like. I do not know how this situation will be right yeah. like or even if I comply a little bit maybe it won't be as violent as it yeah. could get. Mm-hmm. and I think that people don't even understand like sometimes that choice because if you be like oh why'd you do it why'd you why didn't you move why didn't you do this because it's like I I didn't know if like if I made a set of movement if they would knock my head across the th- you know yeah. like yeah. you never know so it's it's crazy to think that like as big as Lady Gaga is now, she still had to go through that.
1: Yep, And you know, that's something, that's a trauma that will stick with you forever because even just listening to her, you can see the emotion, you hear the emotion. So despite the fact that now she has truly made it, you know, she's a mega star, that would just never leave her at all. That's something that would stay with her for the rest of her life and the fact that she even got, Pregnant,
0: exactly and, yes. and i wonder who the producer is i wonder if they're still I wonder. active i wonder if he it was, probably is you know like i wonder you, yeah because it's like damn you know like
1: yep he probably is uh, he, he really probably is that's how it is in this industry and
0: it'd be a big producer somebody that's like
1: yeah like yeah yep. if i
0: say his name he's still gonna burn my music mm-hmm. even at this level
1: probably is it's quite sad i'm happy that she was able to share that and i hope that this would just continue to bring you know put situations like this in the spotlight you know um where women are able to speak speak up you know if they're in a situation like this you know wanting to be mm-hmm. a star you you're getting music done and someone tries to molest you you're able to speak up report it and just hopefully this also put fears and just discussing man you know stop stop them from doing this thing like for me it's just like at this point, I'm like, this is this is beyond sex. Mm. I don't think you know people molest people, have sexually assault people just for the sex. Mm. I think there's also just joy in humiliating women and just seeing that the power, the power yeah. of it. To see that pain, to see the fear in them, there is. I think that's really what gets them off. Not even necessarily just the sex. Because yeah. obviously you're a producer, you're rich as hell, you have money, you could fuck anybody you want to fuck. For free. For free. For easy. Okay, all Yo, you could just get an a expensive-ass escort. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah it's that whole power thing
0: it, it is. is it's the it's the disgusting. idea that i can control i can get that from yeah. you
1: i control your life yeah whether you want to give
0: it to me or not i can get it from you okay and, and and if,
1: if you're not you damned if you do you are damned like what Ha uh, okay so it's more with this sexual assault situation so joe budden you know that's your guy please give us tea on this joe budden situation it's
0: always when it's always when (laughs) we reporting the worst thing about people that you be like you know Dami support this person through and through
1: (laughs) you don't never but it only be with like Joe Button or who else or, like Drake, that I say things, those are the only main people. Yeah. Is it not? Is it my father in the media no, doing stupid stuff? No, when, when, nah, when Nikki was going through
0: her shit, you know that's your babe, Dammy. Yeah, but when Nikki dropped beat Me Up, Scotty, and everybody I said I support her now, come on. But you didn't solely put the support on me. You wanted to claim <laughs> that now,
1: then. No, now, nah. I said, Nikki, I know Nikki, I said, said Dammy, you know Nikki, that's your girl. What do you feel about her new music out okay. <laughs> No, I'm just <laughs> checking anyway. Oh, but you know, the fact... I'm saying that also because you're the one who know, like, the inside scoop. Yes, inside I'm a Joe tea. Budden
0: fan. I'm okay, not going to hide it. Okay, so what's it. going
1: on with the Joe Budden empire? Okay. Give us the, the
0: gist? It's been a lot going on over at the JBP, guys. The J Budden. JBC? JBP. <laughs> <laughs> the Joe Budden oh, podcast gosh, <laughs> network. Um, all jokes aside, it's so funny we're laughing because this is serious. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So joe budden has a podcast network and he has been in the in the media for you know firing his co-hosts um rory and ma and you know um outside of the joe budden podcast as an entity underneath his podcast umbrella he has another one called see the thing is um and see the thing is is one of his female driven ones so he has two female driven ones so this is one of them and of one of the former co-hosts on there, Olivia Dope, recently came out this week saying that the reason that she did leave the network abruptly um, was because she was sexually assaulted by Joe Budden. Hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you guys um, a, a, a general synopsis of what was said in her video. So she came out and did a, a Instagram live video And in the video, she details an episode that they shot. And in that episode, um, she discusses about a lot of stuff was cut out because Joe made a lot of suggestive and inappropriate comments. Suggestive like, you know, I've always wanted to fuck you. Suggestive like, you know... um, you know you you're, you know i think she had an open button shirt that day and he said stuff like oh you know you you don't look like you didn't come here trying to get fucked or something like that Ooh. where it's like extremely inappropriate right now as it's been coming out everything has been coming out there has been a lot of back and forth now joe did respond joe did say um you know for Olivia to feel uncomfortable, they dropped the ball as a boss. You know, he gave a statement. Yeah. Um. But I found it more interesting to hear what the other remaining co-hosts had to say about this situation. And they're also women. They are also women. Okay. So it is Mandy and Bridget, Bridget Kelly, you know, Bridget Kelly from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and I respect Bridget. Mandy, you know, she a bird. I like Mandy, but Mandy's a bird. I don't really trust her. But um, Bridget, I respect a little bit more. And, the way that they described everything, they will say they will never excuse Joe's inappropriate behavior because okay. Joe's inappropriate. Um, but what makes situations like this sticky is that you, you, she Olivia got on the internet and made it seem as if she was in the situation trapped by herself, by herself, because the, the, the wording she used was, I was horrified, I was mortified, I was this, I was embarrassed, right. And she even Olivia even stated in her statement multiple times that they did ask her, are you okay? And she said, okay, I'm okay. And Mandy and Bridget also said that, yeah, like we asked her many times, was she okay? Parks, the engineer, like everybody kind of stopped. Like when Joe was joking too much stopped and said, Hey, you okay? You know, Joe, he's, he's doing a lot for the cameras. And if you're uncomfortable, you know, just let us know. She was like, no, 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 I'm good. You get what I'm saying? Um, even to the hug that she outlines on that video. She says there was a hug that she didn't notice that he was, like, gyrating until she watched the video. Um, you know, it was like a hug they were supposed to, like, make up because it was obvious there was, like, tension. And she gave him the hug, and it was kind of like a little dance he did. And I just think that the way that Bridget put it was, like, we have to make a space for for us to discuss Men in the workplace And honestly Have a discussion about it Like without mm-hmm. the first discussion being like He sexually assaulted me He raped me He did this Because okay. I think that there she like The way they're trying to describe it is like Nobody's saying what he did isn't inappropriate mm-hmm. But you knew saying sexually assaulted Was going to make it sound like It was a more egregious
1: act than So I think Because you know you know, I think we've talked about this. There's a mm-hmm. difference between sexual assault, you know, mm-hmm. rape, molestation, you know, like one. And has intimidation. To, okay. And that so mean? are they saying that what she experienced does not fall under the category of sexual assault? I believe that's kind of what they're trying to say. Okay. And they're saying that the fact that they asked her Is she okay and she said, Yeah, I'm fine because again, we just talked about you know, the Lady Gaga situation mm-hmm. and, you know, out of fear, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then it could also be out of embarrassment. It's just like, you know, if you're about to cry and people is like, are you okay? How you feeling? Mm-hmm. you feeling you're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good. You know, cause you don't want to talk about it at that moment mm-hmm. say, no, I'm uncomfortable, I'm actually mad, I'm actually nervous, because especially if everyone is asking you in a public setting, too, you know? Yeah, so they with didn't ask her-, her in a public setting. Okay. So that was
0: the thing. They, all of them did say they've all, they all asked her like individual, put, oh, privately. Put, okay. And she was in the room with Joe privately, because uh-huh. I guess they had a lunch break or something. Okay. She said they were in a green room, and she was like, it was her and Joe, and Joe actually walked up to her like, hey, Olivia, you know, I know I've been saying a bunch of stuff, yeah. but, you know, like, for real, for real, you good, like, you know, it's more so for, te- you know, for the camera, but you good, whatever. She said she did tell him, I'm okay, like it's yeah. cool. So I'll say this. I'm not saying that she couldn't have been afraid or whatever and mm-hmm. it couldn't have been like, I just don't want to talk about it at yeah. this moment. I do think that she should have said, like, I think that I was being sexually harassed. That's that's what it was because yeah. it was sexual harassment. Uh-huh. He didn't assault you because mm-hmm. he didn't physically...
1: Right, right, harm you or
0: touch you or Mm -hmm. feel on you or grope you Mm -hmm. and I think that that is the thing that gets very like it's very tricky because it's a power that women have and it's a power that men have Yeah, it's a really fine line
1: I think that you know on the woman's side I think what you know women or you know victims also just need to put in mind is that I know it's hard to come out you know what I'm saying Um, I'm the type that I believe that you know Because those people say that, you know, oh, it happened two years ago. Why are you just coming out now? I I personally think it takes a while for people to heal or feel comfortable to talk about their sexual harassment Mm -hmm. or abuse or whatever that I don't necessarily put a time frame, time Mm -hmm. limit on it. But you also just need to be aware as well, especially like that situation. You said she was asked multiple times by people. She was given the opportunity to possibly speak up, Mm -hmm. right? She should have spoken up. And also... In order for this, again, as Bridget said, you know, so they could be like an open conversation to teach men to teach people. This could, this could be a teachable moment, and also so this cannot happen to other women as well. Mm-hmm. So that when other women come out, it could be taken seriously. You know, because I think it's the, you know is this like this situation? This is what makes it like. Oh, do we really believe her? You know, is she really yeah. for real? Did she really you know it makes it now we don't really know. And you know what I mean
0: for the timing of when she came out made it very like, girl Yeah, because she's because already on screen for the stuff that's yeah. going on with his network. So and I'm not saying that Olivia is wrong, because I look, this is one thing I'll say about me being a fan of Joe Budden. Joe Budden is a mascot for toxic masculinity for Mm -hmm. me. He's just, that's what it is. I listen to the podcast as my, let me see what the guys do on their side of the world. Mm -hmm. And I, you can definitely tell like he plays too much and he says stuff that's like inappropriate, inappropriate. But I would say that I, I do not think that he was trying to be malicious with her. And I think that if it was something that was said, when it was presented I do think it's something that they could have like all spoken about mm-hmm. even if she was still upset or whatever about it and she yeah. would have left I think it's something that they that, that it could have been like even if she didn't talk to him I think that there was other people in the network like just me following the network yeah. and doing people I think that she she could have brought it up yeah even to her co her co-host and I, she talks to And frequently. you
1: know what I'm not just going to put this on put this responsibility on her because again you mentioned that everyone says oh you know he plays too much and you mm. know the fact that they all saw how he was acting and you know they felt like oh we need to individually ask her if she's okay then you could see that what he's doing is wrong and okay. it could come off malicious so i feel like they as well in the network and the team should have, I don't know if they had, but they should have had a conversation like, hey, Joel, you're doing too much. You know what I'm saying? We get it, you're the boss or whatever. But this is what leads to lawsuit cases. This is what and, leads and to these major things. That's
0: the thing, because the thing about the network too is that everybody that works in the network knows Joe. They're all yeah. his friends. Uh-huh. So Olivia is one of the first people I think that got brought in. Yeah, that does not. That's not his friend.
1: Yeah, and because he's and and, and, he's and that's the thing because we know as you said. Oh, you know he's our friend. We know he puts too exactly. much. Exactly, but does not mean it's not offensive. But because we're friends. We say, okay, you know, we're just exactly. gonna get used to it. We're not gonna see anything. But I think
0: that's why they asked her, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, gee, we noticed our friend. He played too much. Hey, you know. Yeah, and I'm saying your limit. What I'm we're,
1: saying is they should also talk to their friend.
0: They they have now. You know what I'm saying? Right now, you know what I'm saying. But I think it's like it just was was yeah. what it was. You know.
1: Just like how we say men who are friends with men that we know abuse other women, mm-hmm. or you know, or just do dirty things, or mm-hmm. molest other women. It's like. Oh, yeah, he's just my friend. It's like, no, you're part of the same team. You're exactly. in the same circle. You see your friend doing something that is wrong, whether he's your friend and whatever, you're used to it, but does not make it right, you know? Yeah, no,
0: no, no. I don't think it makes it right at all. So that's what
1: I'm saying. Yeah. I think that, you know, as a whole team, too, they should have had that conversation with him a long time ago and not excuse it. Because, of course, our friends do certain things that we know that an outsider will not take. But... Overall, we know that it's not the right thing to do. You know? Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. I think that there's a fine line, too, which, you know, there there's a fine line in media and in all of this stuff yeah. between salaciousness and um, inappropriateness. Yeah, And I think that that's the line that people are struggling to figure out. Because I think there was a point. I mean, there still is a point where a certain amount of, you know, bad behavior gets rewarded. Oh, yeah. And I think that, that that is what we are seeing with a lot of men, right? So it's like we transition to the next person, Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. So recently this week, um, it kind of came, well, resurfaced of a, a, a phone call of Charlemagne allegedly drugging and raping a 17-year-old girl. So DJ Funk Flex, um, who was like a, you know, a popping New York DJ, basically with the help of Kevin Hunter, who is Wendy Williams' ex-husband, um, was sent... A video I mean a, a voice recording Of what is said of Charlemagne drugging and raping A seventeen-year-old girl 17 years ago hmm. So I'm going to play a little bit of that So that you guys can kind of understand What I'm talking about here
1: Going to be a friend To us He Came to us and Said
0: don't worry Nothing's going to happen To her and I'll make sure that she be safe. He eluded us to believe and trust in
1: him. And then he turns around and violates my daughter by raping and drugging her. And then
0: he gets away with it.
1: Okay, this is pretty deep
0: so yeah so i will say this um i don't know how recent this exact case is but i do know that there has been um reports and allegations before of charlemagne not only raping um women but like being with underage women like you know young girls Mm -hmm. um now granted it was young when he was young. It's not like 40, him being 40-something now with 16-year-olds. I think it was like maybe...
1: Like he's 25. 20-something. 20 they were like, yeah,
0: that doesn't excuse it. But, you know, I think it was like one of those type of gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this 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 just kind of goes to say a lot, right? Because Charlemagne. It's so funny, because Charlemagne talks so much shit about Joe Budden. They talk a lot of shit about each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. to me. You know, literally two sides of the same coin. Because the same way, um, you know, Joe, Joe gets all of this flack about how he speaks and how he do... I think Charlemagne does the same thing. Of course. You know, Charlemagne sits there on a high horse, because now he's discovered mental health and acts
1: like he's this reformed Negro. And he, I feel like he even abuses that.
0: He overly abuses that. And... I just think that there is a, as we kind of just spoke with this Lady Gaga thing, there is a pattern and a trend of men when they have power and how they choose to exercise it in women mm-hmm. and, and and what they do to women to prove that they can exercise their power.
1: So this interview, well, that little clip, that's a recent clip. That is a clip that Frank Flex recently... And that we do know that, you know, as you said, this is not the first time some, you know, allegations, accusations are coming about, you know, Charlemagne. Mm -hmm. I just wonder why the Breakfast Club has not said anything about it, you know, the network. Because typically when we see situations like this, you know, immediately... He he would have stepped down. You know, made made a statement. statement, You know, like well, investigating this situation. He's just gonna he's gonna step down for the moment. Something would have been said, but I feel like I've never heard Charlemagne even pull out any words. Like, see, Jordan Budden, he immediately said, "Oh, I take responsibility." Blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, I I
1: haven't heard Charlemagne say anything
0: because they treat Charlemagne like he is above media. They treat, and there's a couple people that feel like they're above certain things, Mm -hmm. right? Like. Charlemagne really thinks that he is above cancel culture and media. And he thinks that because he has two or three successful podcasts, um, you know, he really thinks that he's the Beyonce of the Breakfast Club. Yeah. So he really feels like there's you know No one can touch him. No one can touch him. Like if I go, the show gets done.
1: Right. Which is which is quite possible.
0: I feel like here, here's the thing, and and you'll learn this in show business, and it's a it's a hard lesson. There's nobody that's irreplaceable. True, people true. will miss you. They'll throw a little fanfare fair, about it, mm-hmm. but
1: sure, they could create a new show
0: a month later after we hear the new Charlemagne or whoever the new person is. Yeah, we'll get used to it.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's just how TV roll.
1: Yeah, that's I, very true. I
0: bet you all don't remember who was hosting Family Feud before Steve. Y'all probably forgot that man.
1: Oh, true. That You know down. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like
0: that's just what it is in in TV and media. I do think I hope Charlamagne get his day. I ain't going to lie. This, is, this is ridiculous. This is All just right. becoming
1: too much and too much with this whole sexual harassment, sexual assault situations. For me, I just think about, like, what age does this type of thing start with men? You know? Like, at what age, you know, does that, like... Seven, eight. As soon as, soon as men are aware... That they're men and they're, like, stronger or they have some type of power.
0: Because they notice it. You know, I would say... Dad, I ever tell y'all? Let me tell y'all on air. I had a student once. So we teach on Zoom, right? And I got up... To like get something, I don't know, get some water or something. And I came back and a student typed to me in the chat, um, like, ooh, you got an ass and a fat one. I kid you not, this is what this eight-year-old said to me. And, you know, obviously that was inappropriate.
1: But it was like. How do you know to say something How like do that? you know
0: to speak that way, right? Like, who did you learn that type of cat calling from? Because mm-hmm. that's what it was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and who taught you? That that's how men can speak to women. Mm. Forget that I'm even your teacher and I'm like 20 years older than you. Let's also is this how you would talk to your classmate?
1: And, and that's and of course you he would talk to his classmates. times
0: 10. Because I've had I've had a student last year. Because you know teach second grade. Last year, a student wrote a note to a girl. Your ass is thick. Woo, woo, woo. Like this is what kids write. And it's like who do they learn that from? Mm. Mm-hmm. How do they learn that's the that is their relationship as men with women mm-hmm. to objectify them?
1: That's ridiculous. That that is just so scary. Oh Lord Jesus, this is horrible. It
0: is horrible, and yeah, I hope that I do genuinely hope that these things get taken more seriously because I do think there is a a trend of when it comes to like sexual violence or violence against women in general, mm-hmm. it's not as cancelable or punishable as an offense as other offenses
1: Oh, it's not. I think just, I don't, luckily, I guess I'll use the term luckily, um, R. Kelly has just been the scapegoat of it all, but typically it's not.
0: Especially, and again, I tell people all the time, R. Kelly is not in jail because he was having sex with young girls. He was in jail because he made a cult of it.
1: Mm-hmm. That is why he is in jail
0: It's not because he was with them young girls yep, yep, He's been yep. with young girls since 1990
1: something. Okay and, and everyone knew about he it
0: He peed on a 13 year old girl on tape And got away with and it And everybody knew about it So like T.I. and Tiny sitting here trying to, you know, fight yeah.
1: for their rights. You know T.I. You know he's right. He he posted that he he wrote a song. I guess the lyrics are for songs. And he was like, you know, those people saying stuff, they should put their face and their reputation on the line. You know that no police has contacted him about this situation and these sexual assault allegations. Like it's all false. Like where y'all at, y'all? Like, excuse me, where is, y'all at? That
0: is manipulating his power, and he knows that mm-hmm. because obviously because 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 what i'm gonna put myself out there for, for all your fans to attack me okay say, tip alone leave tip alone no
1: you know fans be going crazy
0: fans be going crazy we're not gonna we not gonna destroy this case with public opinion
1: yep you know what you did clifford <laughs> it's quite sad Ugh, it's ridiculous we're gonna help us all um so next on the list um chris rock says that things are unfunny now because of cancel culture So basically, you know, because I know I look back at, like, old comedy shows. The jokes used to be, like, I guess now it would be considered brutal, you know. But it was
0: funny as hell. Like, I used to, like rest in peace Paul Mooney because oh. that's the goat of <laughs> jokes that would probably get you canceled today. right
1: right right and it was I was cracking up like whether it's a joke um, about whatever race or one's sexuality or one's physical features or a public figure it was definitely like just like how roasting is you know what mm-hmm. I mean like you know those shows where they used to roast people is like mm-hmm. literally they roast you right in your face and say shit that we know like it's like damn he just said this to your face and it's mm-hmm. about you um, <laughs> you know what well, you know, everyone talk about like he said it to your face and you you're there cracking up too right um but i guess now situation is different you know we can't i don't know what do you think about it i definitely think i mean what you know people say this generation is too sensitive do you agree with that I, i don't in a way i
0: think that i mean i definitely think that there are a lot of social media like People that just get on social media and create, like, a hashtag. But how many people get seriously canceled? Like, we really Mm -hmm. don't fuck with them no more because of whatever, whatever, right? I don't think a lot of people. I think that a lot of celebrities don't like being held accountable. Yeah. I think that we have always been taught that once you hit a certain level of fame, you have, like, a a gold path Mm -hmm. in a lot of
1: stuff. so when you say celebrities don't want to take accountability for the action. So, but we're, sp- we're specifically talking about comedians, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is kind of that Comedians are the ones who say like the dirty stuff. Like they say mm-hmm. the mean stuff that a regular Joe or a regular uh, celebrity would not say. Like comedians mm-hmm. can get away with it. Um. So are you saying that they should not be able to say those things anymore?
0: I'm saying being, being, crude and like is not being funny like there's a way to be funny i think if the joke is genuinely like a good setup and a good joke Mm -hmm. then it makes sense but i think that there are a lot of comedians that just like talk shit about people yeah and then they call it comedy and it's like Mm -hmm. that's not comedy bro you can't sit here and like gay bash the whole, your whole set or, or talk about fat women, your whole set or whatever, you know, your thing that you're harping on and then call that a comedy set. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of comedians that are like say and do stuff of that nature or make a joke out of something that's like, bro, you know, like we've seen too much and we know too much for that to still be funny. Okay. You know okay. What I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just that as we, as we become more aware of things in the world, you just got to know, like, mm, that's just not... You
1: know better, you do better. You know better, yeah. you
0: do better. So it's like, y'all can't say that, oh, because I can't offend anybody. I'm like, I think the bigger test is, like, you can't be funny without offending
1: somebody. I agree, because I definitely disagree when people say, oh, this generation is so sensitive. Because it's like, so it's okay to hurt people's feelings. You know what I mean? Even back way. to, yeah. was this guy, this... Guy now that talks about talks shit about oh, Kevin women. Samuels, yeah. You know, people say, Oh, you know, he's sensitive, just think about his message. And it's just like people say know. we are sensitive, you know, but he has a good message. But it's just like, Why is it okay to have a horrible delivery? Why yeah. is it okay to say mean stuff? What makes that okay? You like, know what I mean? People should learn to communicate exactly and that's
0: why everybody doesn't need to to have a voice in all honesty yeah. that, that's part of it right like everybody does not deserve to be a voice that we all need to hear and an authority on whatever they say a lot of you all don't know how to say what you want to say so you can't say it.
1: yeah and i agree you should still be able to be funny if you're a true comedian your company should not just be should not be based on just saying mean things about people races sexuality whatever and you know And I think the difference is now we have social media. Back Mm -hmm. then, there was no social media where people could be like, record what you're saying and and then be like, oh, why did you say this? You know, you should be canceled. Back then, it was just like, oh, he said that. Damn, that's bogus. Keep him moving. It's like, I got to walk out the show. Exactly. And then I'm going
0: to tell my friend, and my friend might feel the same way. It's
1: just a slower
0: movement. I think that's what it is. Like, half of y'all probably only got away with it because it wasn't enough people Mm -hmm. to speak up on it. But now that more people can speak up on it actively, It's like, now we got you.
1: Yeah, so I I totally agree or disagree with him. But then,
0: like, you know, speaking of this cancel culture thing, so you have Seth Rogen. So for those of you who may not know who Seth Rogen is, you all know who he is. Y'all just don't know it's him. The host of Fear Factor, the, like, original host of Fear Factor, the white guy. Yeah, that is Seth Rogen. And apparently Seth Rogen is, like, this comedian this huge comedian i never knew that i just knew he was a host Um, he was a comedian he's like a real comedian like that just like him hosting fear factor was like a step on a long journey um and he actually has like a big podcast deal with spotify so on the seth rogan podcast he made a statement um saying woke culture is silencing straight white men
1: first of all so, okay, we know what culture is, you know, bringing bring awareness, you know, mm-hmm. about um, race, you know, blackness, you know, racism, prejudice, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you say it's silencing straight white men, I think you're even just saying it for yourself that well all straight majority of straight white men, you guys are racist. Mm. You know, you guys are prejudiced. You guys do say offensive things. Mm. So you feel offen you feel silenced because now we're saying don't say the shit you say anymore, now bring in awareness to it.
0: White yeah, it's just like straight white people mad because everybody is now acknowledging you guys have been treated as the top of the social ladder and we're calling you out right on your ball and now it is time for you to hold yourself accountable
1: Basically, saying you know white prejudice does not does not exist you know we don't want to hear about white prejudice that's basically what he's saying
0: i think white men straight white men are upset that they're finding out their entire existence is problematic
1: very much so
0: like sorry the fact that you're a straight white man is problematic yeah i'm sorry that y'all created this social structure
1: like this but it is and we're calling you out on your bullshit and it's a problem so Silence. i'm just like weird even despite the whole being woke thing, despite, you know, social media, bringing awareness, whatever, y'all are still doing your bullshit. And y'all are still, you know, abusing people, abusing power. Constantly. Shit, look at Trump. Look at police brutality. Constantly. Y'all are all straight white men. Period. Like, so.
0: Quite frankly, y'all need to be silenced. That's a demographic frankly. that does need to yeah. be silenced. Shh, yeah. Like, shh. Right, right. Shh. 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 <laughs> like, shh. It's okay. but my time good, is up. My good sis, Don Lemon, did. Let him know. You see a good sis? Don is kind of a little out here now, so yeah. I, I think that <laughs> Don could be my good sis. My good sis, Don, you know, said it plainly that, Seth, if you really feel like you're being silenced, then how did you get to make this statement? You know what I'm saying? Like, you made the statement. We all hear you. You're on a multimillion-dollar podcast, and yet you think that you are being Silence. Silence. so that just proves that white men really be in their feelings whenever they got to be like told anything
1: ah uh, white men lord white men
0: but speaking of whiteness guys let's talk about our olodo, olodo of the week now one thing we know about white folk we know that they are going to colonize so they're she- gonna steal they're gonna steal kill and destroy they're gonna take it away from you. They gonna find something, claim it as theirs, and then sell it Change to you. Change history. Mm-hmm. That's what white folk gonna do.
1: Drop the hit.
0: Not drop the hit. <laughs> Anolodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Anolodo, <gasps> oh, oh, rabata, woo! Goof-ass. Now, today's Olodo of the Week is a little bit yes. funny because, as you guys know, we're cross-cultured. And part of our cross-culturedness is that we are Nigerian. And not just Nigerian. We are both Yoruba.
1: Okay. So, basically, the Olodo is Timbutku Global. So, they are a ra- retail company owned by two white British people from Lancashire who have no affiliation with Yoruba language or tribe. But they have trademarked the word Yoruba and are opposing anyone else from using it. Okay, so the person who brought this, you know, brought this out is this person owns Culture Tree, and Culture Tree is a center where they bring awareness to African culture, language classes, arts and crafts workshops, bookshops for kids, and hold um, African events. So this person said um, that they have a program where they teach children Yoruba language, and it's called Yoruba Stars. And, you know, it became so popular and they were trying to trademark the Yoruba stars, you know, make it a legit um, company. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, you know, when um, you're trying to trademark, or, trademark a word and it's already taken, you cannot use it. Mm-hmm. So they said that they found out that Timbutku um, Global, they have trademarked this word, Yoruba, and that it cannot be used by anybody. That specific word. Like what? That, that's just quite ridiculous. They even claim on their website that, their name being Tubuku, they claim that Tubuku means it is a fictional location, which literally means the middle of nowhere. Oh, Timbuktu. Oh, that's how you say Mm -hmm. it. Look at me saying (laughs) See, my euro bias. (laughs) (laughs) A location that has intrigued mankind for centuries. But however, it actually is a city in Mali, Africa. Yeah. So they didn't make up the word Timbuktu or Tabuktu, however you pronounce it. And they do not own uh, Yoruba or, ha- you know, like that's not theirs at all. But the fact that these two white men have decided and feel like they have the right to, ch- this is how white people change history. This is how they change our narrative. This is how they create their own nonsense. And this is how black people, this is how we lose our culture. This is how we lose, you know, our heritage. Because we now, generations, imagine if this person did not bring this to awareness, right? Mm-hmm. And then this tum- Tumbaku, whatever, now they have this word Yoruba. They were changing. People would think that, like, our grandkids would think Yoruba or Tumbaku is some white own thing. Yeah, They would not know that it's just so much history, it's so much culture, it's so much heritage to this. So, basically, she's trying to fight this, fight this case. You know, they're trying to pay her off, but she says she's not going. She refuses. Um, they have now made a formal opposition, and she has up to the middle of July to file a notice of defense um regarding this situation but i was just so shocked like how in the world can you two white men say they want to own the world of yoruba like yoruba is so big it's so large like yoruba is a tribe it's a group of people it's a religion you know like it's a language it's you cannot in a way like you're trying to silence yoruba you're trying to change yoruba to be white how dare you it to me is
0: crazy how um, how like we as black people don't be knowing shit like this is going on. Yeah. Like how like how do how do white people just think I'm going to trademark this? Gee,
1: real quick, and they filed this trademark in 2015. It's 2021. Like this is yeah. So they've done this a minute ago.
0: And this is why I be sounding racist on the podcast. When I say we be so invested, so thirsty to go and search for Latin cultures to be black when we have our own cultures that need defending within blackness. And it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's just like within blackness, there are so many ethnicities and cultures that like are aboriginal, African, Caribbean that we got to protect. Yeah. And this is what's happening. That
1: they're still stealing from. That they're still hurting. You know, that's why many... African countries are in poverty because for for whatever reason, we owe so much money to our colonizers. We owe so much money to the French government. Like Congo, being in a republic, just think about why they are the way they are. Like, it's just because they're still paying off. Even Caribbean, the Caribbean, you know, it's just like they're still paying off, you know, Jamaica. They're still paying off the French, the British for, you know, wanting to, to not want to be slaves. Like, I don't even understand. So basically the lady, she's like, you know, let's stop this. Do not let them um take and have ownership over our birthrights because it is our birthright. Yeah. And they do not own they should not have ownership over this. Exactly. Um so it's tumbutku, is that how you pronounce T- it? Timbuktu. Tumbutku. T I M B U K T U um I'm just amazed this is actually a city in Mali and they're talking about it's a line of nowhere even that alone so even change the definition to say it's middle of nowhere it's so insulting
0: you know what I ain't gonna stunt I've always heard Timbuktu being kind of like I didn't know for years I now know I knew that before this but like for years that Timbuktu was described as this like
1: like nowhere, it, of nowhere It's like a phrase this fictional thing It's a
0: phrase that people use Like oh I feel like you came all the way From Timbuktu Like it's It's like a
1: No it's like, actually Mali Like right. it does exist And it's to change that definition To something It's negative You know mm-hmm. To say it's nowhere So you're saying Mali doesn't exist Yeah
0: they're basically saying It's so removed from the globe It yeah. doesn't exist
1: Yeah Oh that is just so insulting And just to think In this day and age Something like this Is still going on So I hope that You know Um They're able to win this case. Then we got to go check all the trademarks for the countries, the cities, everything. So shout out to Culture Tree for even, you know, having their organization just bringing awareness and teaching kids toddlers of our culture of yoruba because even nowadays in in nigeria many people don't want to teach your kids yoruba anymore and many kids many people don't want to teach your kids you know or just don't want the culture to grow they want to put a stop to the culture all due to westernization mm. um and i'm happy that they were able to bring this you know to the spotlight about what's really going on so timbuktu let me see what's their what's their their organization. Timbuktu Global. Mm-hmm. Okay, shame on y'all. And I'm like, what kind of stupid line is this? Like, what the hell? Go to hell. Go, blah, 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 Go to hell, idiot.
0: Bastards. They, now
1: they've, oh, they've locked their account.
0: <laughs> now they locked the account. <laughs> they
1: have. And you know the funny thing is the clothing line too. They had a close. Wow. Timbuktu Global. It's a glo- it's a clothing line. What? Yeah, and that's that's just the weird thing about it too. Cuz now look, I'm looking at their Twitter and their um their bio is we're here to create not just clothing, but a lifestyle. Join us on this journey where we Timbuktu take you. Huh? Really? You can take us to Mali? Really? Really? To Timbuktu and Mali. Wow. That's where we going. And now their tweets are protected. Because I think I um, retweeted the lady.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Nah. sighs> That's the lot of the week. They blocked you, Erica. I know, right? Quick, fast, in a hurry. <laughs> Well, you guys, let's move on to some brighter news. So, our care for the culture today actually goes to former NBA player Charles Barkley. Mm. So, Charles Barkley has actually quietly been taking care of the people in his hometown for over 30 years. This is a silent caring for the culture, okay? The former NBA player and sports analyst was born and raised about 10 miles outside of Birmingham, Alabama, in a town called Leeds. Earlier this week, the town school district took to their Facebook to give Charles deserved flowers. Most recently, he reportedly gifted $1,000 to every single employee in Leeds. That is over 200 employees and more than 200000 dollars and y'all know as a teacher as somebody in education I definitely more than anything appreciate people looking out for educators and people that work mm-hmm, in that space. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, Charles.
1: I think that's amazing. I think that, especially this COVID is still going on. Mm -hmm. Hello. So I'm still waiting for another stimulus check. Okay. Okay. So I think it's amazing to just give back to this community. And you know, teachers, you guys do amazing. You're doing an amazing job just to even think about how, I think, I still think we should do an episode on how like on COVID learning and just being a teacher mm-hmm. and this you know this whole pandemic how like what has changed you know I know it's not easy uh, I know some are back going to school and mm-hmm. stuff and you're also putting yourself at risk by going back to school you know um so I think that this is just a great thing giving back to co- to the community to the people that that raised him you know to the people that raised him
0: it definitely it definitely is that so again you guys be nice to your educators be nice to your kids parents i mean teachers be nice to the principals be nice to the cafeteria the custodial workers be nice to the people that work daycares aftercare like anybody that actually has a hand in working in your child's life please be nice to them and understand that that's your village so shout out to you charles shout out that is awesome i think we've kind of come to the to the end of the podcast, yeah, yeah,
1: Those are nice little topics, A nice, nice topics, nice
0: little kiki. Um, and you guys, today we're gonna close with one of my words of the week. What is Dami's word of the week? My word of the week is openness. Okay, mm. it is um spring. What are you opening?
1: Relax. No,
0: I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, guys, open your heart, open your spirits. Right? It's about being open. I think that something that I, I had to learn the hard way, a challenging way, is that the universe invites what you're willing to receive, right? You can't be so closed off from life, from experience, from opportunity, that you end up missing all of your blessings. You end up missing things that's supposed to be good for you. So open yourself up, everyone. Don't be jaded. Don't, you know, be so hard and, and be so guarded that you miss out on what could be the next best thing. Open your hearts, open your souls, open your eyes to new things.
1: Yes, so you can receive those blessings, y'all. Amen to that. Yeah, so that was our... That means Word of the Week. Word of the Week. Nice, I like that. All right, y'all. So that's it for today for this week's episode. Y'all continue listening. And again, um, you know, I think we still we do still advertise products and stuff. We do. Okay, so if you want to get your your products, your business, your organization, whatever it is that you do, you want to put it out there, hit us up our social medias. Uh, mine is at Erica Mona E R I K A M O N A A,
0: and I'm at Dam. I'm Vine at D A M underscore I'm and
1: also at cross culture podcast okay so we're here for you we just appreciate you and you know this is cross culture